It's Thursday, March 1, 2012. Just debris everywhere in this part of town. That's 20 reported tornadoes in about seven states. It was in a crazy February day. March roars in like a lion, bringing an early tornado season. This is what made me sick. Good news for breathers, Chicago coal plants to shut down. Americans' belief in global warming rises with the temperature. The controversial Keystone Pipeline will raise U.S. gas prices, plus... These companies are making record profits right now. Does anyone really think that Congress should give them another $4 billion this year? President Obama says no more free taxpayer money for big oil. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If he hadn't canceled the XL pipeline a few weeks ago, I'd be brushing my teeth with gasoline right now. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, the Republicans are still going on and on about the Keystone XL pipeline. Yes, they are. Claiming that it would have lowered gas prices. That is just not true, is it? It's not true at all. In fact, it could do the exact opposite, according to a new analysis by Bloomberg News, corroborating analysis from critics of the proposed pipeline. Bloomberg estimates that the Keystone XL pipeline could raise gas prices at the pump for consumers by as much as 20 cents a gallon in the Midwest and Rocky Mountain states because it would eliminate the current glut of crude oil at refineries in Oklahoma. One industry analyst said, quote, the Canadian plan was always to use their market power to raise prices in the U.S. and get more money from consumers. And that glut of oil and the oil coming down from Canada would be set to be shipped out of country, not to be used here in the U.S. That's right. President Obama is calling for a vote in Congress to end the oil industry's lucrative tax breaks. Big Oil receives about $4 billion a year, that's $4 billion with a B, in taxpayer subsidies and other incentives every year. In a speech promoting federal investment in clean energy at a college in Nashua, New Hampshire on Thursday, Obama called on leaders in Congress to vote to repeal those subsidies to help reduce the federal deficit. Let's put every single member of Congress on record. You can, you can stand with the oil companies or you can stand up for the American people. You can keep subsidizing a fossil fuel that's been getting taxpayer dollars for a century, or you can place your bets on a clean energy future. He also pointed out once again that fossil fuel corporations are enjoying all-time record profits. They don't need this money. That's true, and they're also paying record low numbers in taxes. While I'm paying record high prices at the pump. Lucky them. Pieces of wallboard, shattered and splintered trees, piles of bricks. It's basically just debris everywhere in this part of town. Tornado season arrived early in the Midwest this year. A massive storm ripped across the Great Plains states on Wednesday, spawning rare nighttime tornadoes across seven states that killed at least 12 people and injured more than 200, including one tornado that measured EF4, the second most powerful on the enhanced Fujita scale, according to the National Weather Service. Climate scientists say global warming will contribute to an increase in extreme weather events. And indeed, four out of five Americans have been affected by extreme weather disasters since 2006. In the United States, over 240 million people have been affected by federally declared weather-related disasters. That's four out of five Americans, according to a new study from Environment America that links the increase to global warming. 
A new poll from the University of Michigan shows Americans' belief in global warming tends to rise with a rise in temperature. Go figure. Literally, yes. Americans' concern over global warming has increased for the first time since 2009, a key factor, according to the respondents, their personal observations about the weather (laughs) and temperature changes, with about half saying their personal experiences influence their opinion. They trust more what's going on in their backyard than hearing from hundreds and thousands of scientists reporting around the globe. Go figure. Good news for anyone who breathes in Chicago. Two century-old, dirty, coal-burning power plants in Chicago will shut down far earlier than scheduled, reports the Chicago Sun-Times, following an agreement between the plant owners, local environmental activists, and the city's mayor, Rahm Emanuel. The two plants, in operation since the early 1900s, lacked modern pollution control technology because they were grandfathered in under the Clean Air Act. It was a victory for local activists, including Lila Menendez, in an interview with W. WGN, who says her bouts with cancer and asthma were caused by pollution from the plants. This is what made me sick. This company is what made me sick and almost took my life away from me. The plant's owner, Midwest Generation, said it was going to close the plants because the cost of upgrading them with new pollution control technology was simply too expensive. Yeah, right. Well, finally, Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel appears to have done something good, and so have you, by once again ending with some good news for a change. Thank you, Desi Doyen. You can read more on all of our stories today at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help us stay on your public airwaves. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.